In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three and One who comes that we might know Him. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, today is Trinity Sunday, like I was saying. It's also um, uh, the confirmation of Kyle Will, and uh, that means that uh, on the day that I have uh, probably one of the most confusing theological concepts in the Christian church, that I have like five minutes to preach if we want to get out of here in any time decent for lunch. So, everybody strap in, we're going to go really, really fast, and we're going to see how quickly we can get through this sermon. You ready? Uh, Okay, you're not quite ready. Are you ready? Okay, good, good. Here we go. Alright, so, how many of you would say that you know me? Good. Quite a few of you. Some of you don't. That's okay. Um, and, and and so you know me. You know if somebody came up to you and said, "Hey, do you know Jay Winters?" You would be like, "Yeah, I know who Jay Winters is." Um, and and still, uh, there's there's probably a few of you who um, are not going to raise your hand to uh, some of these other questions. So, um, how many of you know where I live? Okay, a few of you. Good. It's stalkers. Um, yeah. How, how many of you know what my middle name is? Oh, a few of you. A few of you. Good. Um, how many of you know what country I grew up in? Yeah, I bring it up in, in sermons a lot. So, and and yet um, again, how many of you would say that you know me? Okay, good. Yeah, um, because you don't actually need to know my middle name to know that you know me, right? You don't need to be like, hey, I know his name is Alan, and therefore I can say that I know him. And if I didn't know that his middle name was Alan, then I wouldn't be able to say that I know him. And yet, it does say something if you know my middle name, but you can still say that you know me. Well, there's sort of that threshold level that you get to, that level that you can say, well, I know who Pastor Jay is, I know who Jay Winters is, he's that guy up there. And that's going to be integral to understanding what's going on today. Because today we're going to go through, we're going to talk about this thing called the Athanasian Creed. Now the Athanasian Creed, it's a very old creed. It's a very long creed. It takes about four minutes. It's a, you can time it when we do it. It takes about four minutes for us to go back and forth and to, uh, to confess that Athanasian Creed together. And what the Athanasian Creed basically says is this is what the Trinity is all about. Uh, it says that there are three persons of the Trinity and they are one God and yet because they're one God does not mean that they're three, that they're one person, but they're actually three people and then rinse wash, and repeat for four minutes. And you are going to see a lot of the complexity of what it means to be a triune God in the span of those four minutes. And yet you're still not going to get the whole story. This is the longest creed that we confess together. The Nicene Creed is a little bit shorter, and the Apostles' Creed is a little bit shorter yet. This is the longest one that we confess together, and yet, and still, it doesn't tell you the whole story about who the Trinity is and what the Trinity is, because even Christian theologians go, well, there's, at some point, we just have to say, we just trust that He's God. And that we can't know all of that without our brains exploding inside of our heads. 
and that we're going to have to wait until the resurrection to maybe have it explained to us, and maybe even then, because he's God, he's still going to be way bigger, way greater, way more majestic than what we are. And so we just trust him. And so after four minutes, you'll maybe understand a little bit more about God, but you won't understand the whole thing. And then that brings up Kyle. Now Kyle and I have had about seven meetings together in order to do this whole confirmation thing, and and about seven times of of one-hour sessions of us talking back and forth about big theological things in the Lutheran faith, and yet he doesn't know everything about what it means to be a Lutheran. He doesn't understand the whole of Lutheran theology. And quite frankly, that's okay, because I don't understand everything yet. There's still some stuff that I'm scratching my head and going, okay, how does that fit together with that, and how do we do that? And that's okay. Because there's this level that we get to that we're able to say, I understand enough. I understand enough, and you're going to be able to do this, to come up to this spot right here, and you're going to be able to say, I understand enough to say that this is a true exposition of what the Christian faith is. You're going to get to come up here, and you're going to say, I believe that this is true. And you recognize that you just learned that from the small catechism, and that there is this thing called the large catechism that you haven't read yet, or at least we haven't discussed it. And so there's a level that we come to that we say, okay, I understand enough that I'm willing to put my faith in the rest of it. And that's what we do when we confess that we have faith in a triune God who is much bigger, much deeper, much more majestic, much more glorious than we could ever hope to be. We say, I understand enough that I think that I can trust you. And that's what Peter is talking about in this Acts reading. He's talking and preaching to these people that are gathered there on Pentecost Sunday. And as he's talking to them, at the very end of that reading, he tells you exactly what you need to know. This Jesus Christ, who is crucified, is Lord in Christ. This Jesus Christ, this man who lived 2,000 years ago upon this earth and still lives today, is one with God. One with the Father, one with the Holy Spirit, and yet distinct from the Father and distinct from the Holy Spirit. And we know that that Trinity cares for us because that Trinity sent us this Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Christ to die upon a cross for us that our sins might be forgiven and all of theology builds upon that cornerstone And so, 
for the rest of today, you get to ponder what it means to have a triune God. For the rest of the day, you get to ponder what it means for Kyle to come up here and to say that he believes this stuff and for us to confirm in him that we have seen the Holy Spirit at work in his life. And for the rest of the day, you get to ponder the fact that it's enough to know that this Jesus Christ, whom was crucified, is your Lord and your Savior, your Christ. Amen.